Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your awesome host, Vivian Labib. Makes you want to beep? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. So uh, the reason why I'm trying a stage name is that my mom is like really uncomfortable with, uh, with me doing comedy. So she asked me, she was, she just assumed, she goes, oh, well, of course you're not using our name. <laughs> so I had to be like, well, no, I'm using my real name. Oh, you know, she's really worried about the reputation of the family as if it's like really important and has any value. Um, I already failed my family. I'm in my 40s, not married, no kids. So I'm really not sure what she thinks is going to happen now. Like (laughs) there's no way to make it up. Anyway, I'm going to be the host of your show. I absolutely love Mutiny. So give it up for the radio station. Woo! And George... Back there on the, uh, what do you want to call it? The keyboards? <laughs> they are kind of keyboards. Uh, and Pam, our major host for, uh, she hosts everything here. She's awesome. So give it up. Ow. We got two hours. We got a great lineup of comics here. Lots of names I already recognize. Uh, I'm really excited to hear everybody get up here and uh, make us laugh really hard. And we are going to start out uh, right away. I'm probably going to mix in a little stuff of my own here and there, but um, I'm going to get started with the list right away. I know you guys are waiting. I'm just looking at these faces, just super eager. Yeah. So I'm going to bring up a really, really, really funny guy. Goes by name Kaufman. You guys know him? I just heard about fecal blow through. And now I can't really like eat or sleep or do anything. Apparently like say in movie theater seats, enough people sit there for long enough and fart just for enough hours that uh, they get this thing called fecal blow through. There's just fecal matter on the chair. So, you know, if you drop your popcorn, definitely eat it. Cool. Chilling here with Freddie Prince of Persia. Very exciting. Um, I would say on Mark's behalf, he's very self-conscious about it. So do not check out Haley's Instagram. Don't hit her up. Don't follow her. It's not worth looking at. Um, there's only one rule in comedy. Don't hit on the host. Don't hit on the host. No one stole the money this time. That's good. I'm kind of, honestly, I know it's a fucked up thing, but I'm kind of impressed with, like, the finger technique that's necessary to steal $17 from here while you're in the bathroom under the rave lights. That's pretty amazing, actually. Kind of amazed by that. Um, They found this creature and shot it in Montana. It looks like a wolverine, kind of, but it's like like a bear wolf. It's like a hybrid of a bear and a wolf. I don't have any punchlines about this, but it's just fucking terrifying, and they murdered it. They were calling it, like, uh, the nephew of Bigfoot or some shit. I feel like it needs a, like it needs a biopic. I feel like James Franco needs to play this, this wolf, werewolf. I can't stop thinking about the time when I was eight and my cousin was nine when she told me what sex is, and we tried it. Didn't really work out, but I'm still conflicted. I may have to change religions to make it okay. Oh, man. Damn. Usually when I have a bad set, I'm looking for what I can hang myself from in the ceiling, but 
they don't have like a str- I guess someone already tried it that's horrible um, I think we need to look into the sociology of large cocks you know we know so much about about men with small cocks we know what they drive we know who they murder with AR-15s we know a lot about these men I hate it when dudes with small dicks design toilets I know a little bit about what men with medium-sized penises wear. I know they wear khakis. You guys, almost everyone in my family, like almost all my siblings have met each other except for me. I'm starting to feel like I'm not special. Actually, one of them, we have an older sister who just, she did a little research and determined she's not a member of the family. So she's like, fuck y'all. No birthday cards. I don't care. What do you do for Mother's Day when you date a single mom? What's the etiquette there? It's a little late, but I'm still curious. I might still could do it for Valentine's Day. Also late. We'll have a really nice Thanksgiving, I guess. This is this little kid. I think I'm having a good impact on this kid, actually. I was threatening him. Like, I was threatening to give every other child candy if he didn't act right. And now he's chill. Uh, when we got kicked out of the house that we used to live at, uh, I think I left He-Man behind in a cupboard or something because he was bad one day. So that I hope He-Man takes shits in the cupboard. Thank you. Give it up for Kaufman, everybody. Yeah, I don't like it when small penises show up in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah, they just shouldn't show up. <laughs> Not without some extra tools to help them out. You know, they should have a plan. Like, if you have a small penis, you have to have a game plan, right? You just have to have a game plan. <laughs> you got to have other skills. Anyway, no, that's kind of mean. Some, sometimes size doesn't matter, right? It's accurate. But then women have different sizes, too. So, you know, it's all about compatibility. All right, so I'm going to bring up your next comment. Very, very funny. Awesome haircut. Awesome hair color. I love redheads. Uh, welcoming up Max Eddy. There we go. Okay, you guys. Uh, so as many of you know, I am Max. Uh, I am, uh, I'm bisexual. Uh, that's one thing about me. I, thank you. I do it for the woos. Uh, uh, I actually, uh, so if you don't know what that is, uh, it means I'm interested in women and attention. <laughs> so that's fun. Okay. Um, so actually, I came out last year, and uh, there's some things you have to figure out when you come out. Like, I, you have to figure out who to come out to first. I decided to go with my grandpa, because he has Alzheimer's. <laughs> so I could do it as much as I needed to. It was great. The first time I told him, though, he misheard me. Uh, what I said was, Grandpa, I'm bisexual. What he heard was, Grandpa, I'm bicycle. He was just like, what are you going to do? Let people ride you around all day long? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, there's an, I, a lot of you have heard that, but there's a new end to this joke, and I have to try it out, so thank you for bearing with me. Okay. Um, so uh, he was just like, uh, I was just like, I don't know. You know. I don't know what you're talking about, man. But uh, he's like, oh, uh, why do you want to be a bicycle? I was like, oh, oh uh, no, I said bisexual, Grandpa. Um, he's like, oh, uh, what's that? Uh, it's not, it sounds like, like one of those gay things. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm a bicycle. I'm, I'm going, I'm a bicycle. I'll stick. That's easier. This is much easier. Um, this is not easy. Um, 
What do I want to talk about? Uh, okay, uh, you guys, I have ADD. That's another thing that you probably know about me. Um, uh, if you don't know, ADD is attention deficit disorder. Uh, it's a, a disorder that predominantly afflicts uh, children with insurance. <laughs> See, that's good. Um, so it's fun. I um, I also got diagnosed with that last year. Last year was a busy year. Um, but uh, a, a lot of people don't think it's a real thing. But my best way of describing ADD is that it's like my brain has like the free version of Spotify. Like my mind is constantly on shuffle. It's annoying. Like I can't do a to-do list in order. Uh, like I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to go grocery shopping. And my brain's like, nope, we're going on Amazon. Uh, what's the other thing they say? Oh, yeah. My brain is we're working it out. Um, uh, never mind. I, I lost that. My brain does sound like that, though. Uh, it's really loud. I actually, I'm having trouble. I've been having trouble focusing this week. This is for real because I actually lost my Adderall on a boating trip in Lake Shasta. Um, and I, I literally like drop them into a lake. So do not go fishing at Lake Shasta because those fish are focused. If there's ever going to be a Planet of the Apes situation with some fish, it's going to be now. Uh, and honestly, fish have way more gripes than apes. Uh, toward humanity like we're pretty cool with chimps generally like we've been we like teach them sign language we give them food usually bananas um, and fish we like we almost kill them and then throw them back uh, that's that'll be funnier later it's fine um, I think that's all I got right now uh, Max Eddie thanks all so much Get up for Max yeah keep it going yeah, I have ADD. I'm always dreading deadlines. Yeah, I really don't like the clock. I'm actually very surprised I was on time today. I thought that was a very small success for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm usually late to everything. That's also why I'm thin, because I'm always rushing. Yeah. I, I say be, be late and be thin and look good on Instagram. Be prompt. Don't look good on Instagram. All right, you guys, I'm going to welcome up your new comic. Next comic, sorry, not new. He's been doing comedy for a while. Pretty funny guy. Another guy by the name of Max. And I'm totally going to screw up your last name. <laughs> Max Coachanine? No, Moachanine. Something close. He'll correct me. I tried five times. Thank you. Thank you. That was, that was pretty good. What was it? I looked like a boy. Is that a real boy? Is this like a Pinocchio reference or something or what? I'm lifelike. Okay, well that's good considering I am I am alive. What was that? For, for what? I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I'm lifelike, so that's that's good. Uh, excited about that. Uh, yeah, so I uh, I have fruit flies. Any of you guys have fruit flies? Yeah. Yeah. All right, big fruit fly fans. Uh, I have to spend a lot of time catching them. You know, that's when it dawned on me. Fruit flies are like the adult version of bubbles. Yeah. The only difference is like nobody wants to blow a fruit fly. Even the female fruit flies are like, Jesus Christ, it's your birthday again? Uh, time flies, no pun intended. I, uh, all right. <laughs> uh, people have been talking about like 23andMe thing a lot, I've heard. Um, last Christmas, my aunt gave my dad a 23andMe, and she said, I just took it. I'm really curious to see what you get. And I'm like, she's his full sister. Like, what is she curious about? Like, the only thing I could possibly learn from that is that my grandma slept around more than we originally thought, you know? That's when it dawned on me. 23andMe would be a good way to do like a paternity test. Like if you wanted to be incognito about it, like, hey, son, guess what I got you for your birthday this year? 23andMe. 
you better get the right results, otherwise this is your last birthday present. I'm not getting somebody else's kid a birthday present, you know. I uh, so I like to travel. I uh, about <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> uh, I should I should have let that sit a little bit. Uh, okay, all right, yeah. I can <laughs> Thank you. I uh, so about a year and a half ago, I went to Iceland and I flew uh, Wow Airlines because uh, it's really cheap. So like I looked at the bill and I was like. Wow. All right. That's good. I guess that's uh, I guess that's why they call it that, right? Am I right? Uh, so I buy my ticket on wowairlines.com. I fly to Iceland. And when I get there, I found out that they lost my bag. And I was like, wow. Like, good job, guys. I guess it's, it's pronounced sarcastically. That's really the only airline you can pronounce sarcastically, you know? You, you can really be like, southwest. They'd be like, hey, why, why are you saying it that way? Like... Are you implying that we're a different direction? How how dare you speak such blasphemy about our airline? You know, like, well, I am about to fly from L.A. to D.C., whatever direction that is, you know. It's northeast. Uh, but it's a round-trip flight, so catch me on the way back. I might pronounce it a little differently. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's see. Okay, um, so I, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today, and he was telling me he thinks Donald Trump's Islamophobic. And I was like, I don't think he hates Muslims. I think he's just jealous that their Taj Mahal was more successful than his was. Like, isn't that crazy? His most famous business was a casino named after something so closely related to a group of people that he wanted to get rid of. That'd be like if Brutus owned Caesar's Palace. Or if Hitler owned Planet Hollywood. Alright, thank you. Keep it going for your host. job max i love that yeah i'm really scared of 23 and me i feel like they have like some master plan to build a uh like a superhuman with all of our dna so i'm not i'm refusing to send mine in i know what i am and uh speaking of that i uh i do think that trump is an islamophobe or you said that right <laughs> yeah he doesn't like muslims so speaking of that we're gonna <laughs> welcome up uh, Ahmed <laughs> Abdul Rahman. I don't like Muslims either. Uh, I hate all of my kind, man. I do. I do. I'm actually Sudanese. I'm one of the countries I was on a travel ban is uh, my country. And I'm like, thank God. I fucking hate all my cousins. Don't bring them here, okay? Like, I am down with Trump. Last time I was in Sudan, I was there when I was like five, and I came back when I was eight. I was there. I was I was there for three months. My first three months there, someone stole my Nintendo 64, and I never saw it again. So fuck those fucking thieves, all right? Trump has a point, okay, man? Fuck. Off to a good start. Off to a good start. All right, all right. Self-hating Muslim right here. Maybe, maybe it's just because I can't grow a beard. I think that's all it is. My magic carpet is in the shop right now. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so a lot of people think I'm woke because I wear glasses and it looks like I'd fight for social change Social change if I wasn't like watching porn and anime, you know, like this. But I'm not woke. I'm, I'm like woke enough, you know? Like I'm woke enough that I'll fight, I'll get offended over certain things but not other things, you know? Like I'm woke enough that I'll get offended whenever someone thinks that I'm really good at sports because I'm black, 
but I'm not gonna get offended when they think I have a big dick because I'm black. You know, there's just like, there's just some fights that aren't worth it. You know, like Sean King isn't gonna be posting about this on Facebook. You know, like there's not gonna be a march. Some of us have small dicks. Hashtag. I don't know how that works. Uh, that's just not one of those things I'm gonna like get mad about. You know, uh, and, you know. In the end, it's true. Not everyone has. Not all black guys have a big dick. Not everyone has the gifts I've been given. So you know, this, they gotta accept that. Uh huh. Yeah, another thing is that uh, I stand with Kaepernick. You know, I am that woke. I'm woke enough that I stand with Kaepernick. But, like, the only black business I've ever supported is the guy in the Walmart parking lot selling DVDs. Like, that's that's my level of wokeness in that era, you know? All right, this is cool. This is new. All right, cool, cool, cool. We're off to a good start. Um, so there was, like, a vegan protest in San Francisco, like, last Saturday. That was... Stupid as fuck. Uh, I'm I'm against animal cruelty. Like I'm gonna say that right now. But one of the signs they they had like a lady had a sign that said fur is murder. I looked at that and thought to myself, yeah, but it's also warm. And I'll tell you right now, if it starts snowing like right when I step out of there, I'll kill as many squirrels as it takes to keep warm. Okay. Like some raccoons are gonna die in order for me to keep warm. Okay. It's for my convenience. That's survival of fittest. That's what we call Darwinism, right, James? Hell yeah. But I am against animal cruelty. I'm going to throw that out there. They just taste really good. Uh, let's see what else I want to go with this. Um, so I'm single, as you can tell by my everything. Uh, <laughs> thank you. That does deserve a applause. Thank you. Thank you. Um, like I, One thing about me, I'm Muslim. Uh, like I said that before, uh, it's Ramadan right now. You guys know what Ramadan is? Yeah, it's kind of like Lent and stuff. Uh, I'm not a good Muslim, so I'm not doing it. Uh, like, you're not supposed to eat or drink uh, from sunup to sundown. One other thing that people don't know about is you're also not supposed to have sex during that time. I told a friend of mine this, and he told me that's the hardest thing for him to do. Like, he doesn't have a day job or something. <laughs> like, like really? You like you don't have a hobby, man? You're just fucking left and right all the time? You know, you step out? Gotcha. Uh, damn. Was that one minute or was that I'm done? 30 seconds? Oh, damn. Uh, oh, no, I saw it. It just threw me off. But this was a great joke, but now it just... <laughs> it's not even that great of a joke, but like I, <laughs> I just wanted to finish it, and now you threw me off, and I'm like, I don't even want to finish it anymore. I guess you're... I don't know if I want to, man. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, okay, I'll finish it. Yeah, a friend of mine told me that's the hardest thing for him to do is to not have sex. But honestly, that is literally the easiest thing for me to do. Like, do you know how easy it is to not have sex where you never put in a position where sex is offered to you as anything but a service? You know, like the like the last time I had sex, people were still doing the stanky leg, okay? And uh, I'd say it was uh, it cost way too much. Okay, all right, bye. <laughs> Give it up for Ahmed. Hey, Ahmed, I'm wondering, does that include masturbation? Can you masturbate during Ramadan? Uh, no, oh, but you can masturbate at night? Yeah. That's not a sacrifice. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many times are you masturbating? Then maybe it is. I don't know. Apparently, I was told uh, by a friend of mine who's actually listening in that his friend in HR has, uh, has actually somebody had complained about somebody at work jacking off at the, in their office with the door closed. And it was 
the door was closed, so it was private, so they weren't offending anybody. And you know who complained? The janitors, because of all the Kleenex. And apparently, that's not against the rules, so HR had their hands tied. They couldn't do anything. Yeah, but too bad it wasn't Ramadan in that country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah then they could really book them for that. Okay, um, I am going to bring up your next comic. Very, very funny man. His name is Hunter Star. A stare. I got that wrong. <laughs> it's okay. I think I think it's a tradition of happy hour open mics that you have to mispronounce at least half of the names. So. As the Lord said unto Abraham, we are killing it tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Isn't this fun? I think this is fun. So... My my girlfriend has a little brother. He's ten years old. He asks me. He asks acts me. He asks me, "What Hunter? What happens when you stab a fish?" He's a pretty sheltered kid, so you know it's a understandable question. I said, I, "It's just a misdemeanor." Okay, all right. Uh, so I'm scared to perform CPR on somebody. I know how to. I'm certified, but I'm prefer- I'm scared to do it because. If I succeed, it could be sexual assault, and if I fail, it could be necrophilia. Yeah, that one's rough. That one's rough. I don't like winter sports. I'm from Louisiana, and I don't like water sports because I'm too much of a nerd. The only skis that I'm into are Tchaikovsky and Dostoevsky. That one's highbrow. Okay. All right, I'm sorry. They say smoking, and I'm trying to be more healthy, you know, and they say that smoking increases your chance of getting lung cancer by like 20%. So I've started cutting my cigarettes in half. Cause, yeah, because I can live with those odds. And plus, I just use the other half for spliffs, and that's just good economics. Yeah. So I'm trying to like work on some characters, some different characters. So I'm going to try to do like a congressman that I've been working on. It's like, listen, I'm going to need you to vote yes on that anti-poor legislation or I'm going to cut you out of the next round of budgets and leave you to die from the herd. Also, I'm going to fuck your secretary. This is Congress. We fuck people here. Get used to it. All right, something like that. I don't know. I'm going to give back to the community. I want to start an Alcoholics Anonymous chapter. It's, called, it's going to be specifically for accountants. Alcoholics Anonymous for accountants. Guess what I want to call it? No, that's already a thing. Strength in numbers. All right, all right. <laughs> I got arrested one time in Arkansas. Anybody ever been arrested? Okay, sweet. Anybody ever had an encounter with like a young cop who's super aggro? Yeah. I had an encounter with a young cop in Lake Village, Arkansas. He pulled me over for a temporary license plate being out of date and mm, crime of the century. And he was going through all my shit. He was going through my glove compartment. He opened up my uh, Altoids case and started taking out my Altoids and like looking at them underneath the light. And I said, hey, if you're going to have one of those Altoids, man, you only better eat one of them or at least a half of one because they're curiously strong. <laughs> Did I get the light? Uh, okay. I pooped twice this morning. Thank you. It's it's so hard to quit. <laughs> uh, my roommate's cat had a miscarriage. Right? Yeah. I said, I'm so sorry about that. And she said, yeah, don't worry about it. It's probably for the best. I'm like, how the fuck do you figure? Like, is your cat trying to get a whole bunch of stuff accomplished before she has children? Then I found out that the cat was taking the LSAT and getting her GD, and I felt like a dick. <laughs> I've only cleaned 
I only ever clean when I've lost something. <laughs> All right, have a good night. I'm Hunter. <laughs> That was Hunter. I am really not very good at this name thing. <laughs> I need my ass kicked for this. All right. Uh, I gave away who's coming up next, but I wanted to say only clean when you lose something similar to douching after having sex for females. I think that's what came to mind. So I thought that was really raunchy, but it came to mind. So, you know, I felt like sharing it. All right. Now I'm really going to bring up Drew Hasman. call me drew has been is that what <laughs> you know it, it's Harmon, but you call me has been uh that, that's also not my handwriting off to a good start yeah <laughs> that's that's how it's going <laughs> good to be here i guess uh <laughs> i did uh i did a show at a gay bdsm leather bar recently i was there a show broke out i figured what the hell but I was there, and they have a big picture in the bar of a guy, like two men. They're both naked, and one guy has his hand up the guy's ass, and then he's also grabbing his cock. And not in a friendly, like, how do you do kind of way, but it's like like he's he's playing that guy's prostate like a Wii game really aggressively. And I went into the bathroom to pee, and there's there a chalkboard on the wall. Like, clearly there had been a time when they would let people draw with chalk, and there was a place where the chalk had been, and there was no chalk. And so then I go out to the bartender, and I'm getting a drink, and I'm like, hey, it looks like people used to be able to draw in this bar on the in, on the chalkboards, and now there's no chalk. What's going on? And the guy said, uh, they couldn't handle the responsibility. <laughs> And I walked away without asking some questions, and I'm going to regret that for the rest of my life, <laughs> because now I need to know. I'm going to go the rest of my life and wondering, what was it that someone drew on the wall in that gay BDSM leather bar in the bathroom, where they're like, they can't handle the shock no more. <laughs> Take it away. My uh, my grandpa died. That's the end. Uh, that's the end of that. But no, my grandpa died. And people get sad when you say your grandpa died, but it's okay. That's kind of what grandpas are for, isn't it? <laughs> like you're born and they t read you some stories and they teach you to fish. And then they teach you that life is short and meaningless and we all end up in the ground. It's a, it's a circle of life. But he died, and when someone passes away, then you got to go through their stuff. And my grandpa had a laptop, and my grandma doesn't know anything about computers. So she gives it to me and says, Drew, will you look at this and see if there's anything I need to know about on there? And she's, of course, thinking financial information, banking records, etc. And there was one page of a Word document, like half a page, that had all their passwords on it. That was the only thing of value. The rest of that laptop was porn. It was so much pornography. That old man crammed that Toshiba full, much like the cramming full of the barely legal Asian princesses he adored so much. Oh, God. It was like 80 gigabytes. And on one hand, it gave, it gave me a new respect for my grandpa because he didn't pay for any of that. He got that off BitTorrent. He figured out BitTorrent at 82 years old. Three months before he died, he called me. And he's like, how does Facebook work? He figured out BitTorrent and did not pay for a single bite of that 80 gigs of porn. It was amazing and beautiful. 
And so I, I, I eventually like, I think I got to look at this. I got to see what grandpa was into because I did. He like, he was my grandfather. He, he read me stories. He taught me how to shoot pool, all that. So eventually I open up the laptop and I'm looking through and there was some, uh, some MILF slash GILF porn. Although at that point it's more like age appropriate porn, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, then eventually we I found some stuff and, uh, figured out grandpa and I had more in common than I realized. <laughs> grandpa at some point found the joy of a big fat ass and uh, at some point it just stopped being about reminiscing about grandpa and it's like I think I gotta take my pants down uh, but in in you know in honor of my grandfather though and uh, he loved Willie Nelson so now every time I open that laptop and take my pants down I just start humming on the road again just for him like a band of gypsies we go down the highway it just takes me back Although I, I'm glad I waited until after the funeral to look at all the porn. That was good because I, I gave the eulogy and you can't give a man's eulogy after looking at all of his pornography. It's going to color it. I would have gotten up and been like, you know, as you go through the tough times, the hard times in life, remember what my grandpa always said. He said, you got to lick the butt before you fuck the butt. So <laughs> thanks a bunch. My name's Drew Hasben. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> it up for drew everybody thanks drew your grandpa much sounds like uh people i know in my family my dad had alzheimer's and even after he forgot my name he could say pussy in three languages <laughs> so i just want to remind everybody uh the comics please make a donation to mutiny we want to keep this establishment going and uh we're very grateful to mutiny so uh, remember to put two bucks in the bottle um, I'm going to bring up your next comic. She's incredibly talented. She's everyone's friend, and she is so generous and so kind, and she's very funny. Welcome up, Pam Benjamin. Keep it going for Natalie. Boise, everybody. It's so hard to hear those things because like, I had a nervous breakdown this morning where I was like, I am a piece of shit and I hate myself. And then I'm like, everything she says is lies. Uh, no, I have. I have. Anybody else have a nervous breakdown this morning? Just me? Cool. Good. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a post-apocalyptic. People are like, let's watch the Hunger Games. I'm like, we're here. <laughs> like, look out the window. What is wrong? I was sitting in my house and I was like scream, screaming, uh, when am I going to get a win? When am I going to get a win? And like losing all perspective. And then I was interrupted uh, with my narcissism by a man outside yelling, fuck my life. Fuck my life. And I was like, we're both in the tenderloin, but he is outside and I am inside. You <laughs> see, I'm inside my, you know, fuck my life. You've heard him. He yells right outside your apartment too. <laughs> fuck my, it's a real guy. He looks at himself in the mirror. He's like, fuck my life. I'm like, I get you. Dude, I hear you. I get it. I'm scared too. I don't know where the money's coming from. Perspective. I'm like, oh, I can afford weed today. Everything will be okay. I was feeling horrible and weird, but then I got out on the street and I started getting, um, compliment it I, uh, I've been trying to figure out the difference between cat calls and compliments and I've been getting a lot of what I think are compliments uh, today I was walking and a man said to me girl you've been living a long time to look 22 that is a compliment <laughs> that is a, a well-crafted compliment that is not a cat call 
That is not. That is good. That is nice. I also, I felt good. I was like, oh my God, finally my life is coming together. As <laughs> so I'm walking down the general streets. Uh, another man said to me, uh, you know, he just yelled it out, which I, he said, girl, you got a nice fit on today. Double entendre. I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. Very clever. Very clever. Liked it. Compliment. Uh, flip the script. Can I gunder, get under your skirt and get a sniff? Turns into catcalling real quickly under the skirt for a sniff. That's not nice. That's outfit good. I'm fit fine. Get a sniff. No, sir. And like, why? That's weird. Why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? Like, I have an IUD. So I'm like a sticky cum dumpster. Like, I don't have to. It's just there all the time. You're like, what do you do with cum? You put it on your face. It, it takes the wrinkles out. Is why I look 22. If you rub the, it's like it's like egg white. It's just if you rub it on your face, it's a little trick. You get to use the preparation H in the egg white or cum. It's called a facial for a reason. Just no one knows it yet. But yeah, uh, catcalling, complimenting. What is it? Is it the same? I'm like, oh, you think I have value sexually? Good enough. Good enough today. Good enough for me. I'm like, value in any way. Oh my God, that's so nice. I complimenting. I can't tell. I can't tell. I'm not wearing makeup. You're paying attention to me. Am I supposed to be angry? Like, I don't get it. I'm a feminist and I'm like, like, oh. I'm a bad feminist, I guess. I'm a terrible. I still like Bill Cosby. I'm sorry. I still, dad is great. He gives us the chocolate cake, yeah. Anybody else like, I, I love, I always loved Bill Cosby. Like he was better dad than my dad and, and he was black. Like, wow. I just, I'm sorry, that was a stereotypical. I was, grew up in the 80s. It was very exciting to see Bill Cosby and he was always like a wow, like cool. And now I'm supposed to hate him or I'm a bad feminist. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me knock my dick out of this feminist's mouth and we'll ask her. Is that, is that a good feminist joke to end on? <laughs> I'm a bad feminist. Uh, thanks for the time. Yay, give it up for Natalie Fwazi. Yay. Cam always makes me laugh and think about cum. Every time. Every time. All right, we're going to welcome, and the name just fucking slipped out of my brain. Oh, my God. Mawasa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have you hosted? Have you hosted that, like before? <laughs> you are you are exceptionally bad at this. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Mawasa, um, that's really funny, dude. I'm gonna start. Yeah, I'm gonna start going by that. I feel like I would get booked a lot more if I just went by Mawasa, just by itself, you know what I mean? Um, cool, guys. Well, uh, rough. Uh, it's been a rough uh, week for the Whites, as we all know, with Roseanne. Yes, are you guys familiar with what happened? Yeah. Rough week for the Whites. Um, do you guys feel like it's getting to the point with white people that they're starting to be like a little bit underrated almost now, all of a sudden? Like, are you guys, are, is anyone with me on this? I feel like it's getting to the point where white people are like underrated all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Because if white was a stock, it's like at an all-time low now, you know what I mean, right? 
All right, is anyone with me on this? No? Okay, cool. Um, and, you know, some of the drops in price have been, have been warranted, right? You know, slavery wasn't great. Um, you know, the water fountain stuff, again, not pretty mean, I would say, Pam. Um, you know, the Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial. There have, been, there have been some mistakes, you know, there have been some, it's been a bumpy road. Um, but yeah, guys, I think if white is a stock, I'm buying, okay? All right, that's the whole point of that one. We can move on. We can move on. Uh, I get cold sores, okay, guys? Uh, if, you're, if you're part of the fam, maybe just raise a discreet fist in solidarity. Okay, a couple of you guys. There we go. I think comics over-index on, on, on that stuff. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, cold sores are the worst. I would say they're like the worst thing ever. Um, the only thing I'm ever f thankful for when I get a cold sore is for the guy that invented the term cold sore. Okay, because what a beautiful... What a beautiful euphemism for herpes. Okay, like what an incredible, just what an incredible branding exercise that is. Because um, herpes, I think we can agree, is the worst word. Okay, like herpes is definitely the worst English word. I think it's between herpes and moist are one and two. Okay. And as the fam knows, herpes actually is quite moist when it's doing its thing. So that's a bit of a... Should I just should I keep going with this joke? No, bits seem difficult right now for some reason. I don't know what's. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is this sucks. Uh, <laughs> cool guys. Um. But uh. But yeah. You know how I. You know how I know that we live in a racist society. Mutiny. Do you guys know how I know? How Matthew? Thanks. Thanks for contributing. Um. It's because some of the most viral videos on the internet are just black and white people getting along. Have you ever noticed that? Like just just being civil with each other. That's like feel good material in today's America. You know what I mean? Like the other day, like I was watching a video, I was like trying to figure out like, what am I missing here? It was bas It was literally just a cop and a black dude just talking, just having a good time, just chilling. And all the comments were like, faith in humanity restored. I'm like, how little faith, how little faith do we have? Um, I feel like if I feel like if I leaked a sex tape of my parents, that would just change the whole world. You know what I mean? Like my dad's African dick. Um, going in. Okay, you guys, you guys see where that's going. Um, well, shit. Okay, cool. So uh, I saw the most white girl thing I've ever seen recently. Okay, do you guys want to hear? What are, you don't. <laughs> Why well, am I asking rhetorical questions? I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, most white girl thing I've ever seen recently. I got in the lift line. Okay, uh, I'm sitting in the front. White girl gets in the back. Um, the first words out of her mouth are just, please say my name. Okay. She says, say my name, please to the driver. Right. So the driver does what anyone would do in the situation. He put on destiny's child. So, uh, you know, we're chilling, you know, we're, we're grooving a little bit. Uh, but she goes, no, I want you to actually confirm my name in the app. Um, and he, he looks at the thing we can, her name was, we can all say it together, Lindsay, obviously. So, and then I had to ask Lindsay, I was like, why did you do it like that? When I get in an Uber, I always like ask the driver if it's, for, you know, is it, is it for James? But she goes, because one time I got in a car, I said, is it for Lindsay? The driver didn't say anything. He just started driving and it wasn't a Lyft driver. I thought I was going to get abducted. Okay. And which was crazy. Right. And at first I thought, holy shit, what an evil person to try to abduct this white girl. Right. And then I thought. What if I'm in my Volkswagen Golf at a red light and some decently attractive white girl gets in my car? Like, I wouldn't abduct her per se, you know, but I might roll with it for a bit, okay? You know, she's like, is this for Lindsay? Like, it is now, you know? Let's go bowling. Uh, okay, guys, this has been fun. Thank you. I've been Mawasa.
Nice job, James. Give it up for James. All right, I'm going to bring up uh, your next comic, uh, Wyatt Fergrado. Did I say that right? All right. Sorry, not supposed to go over the handshake? That was weird. Oh, no. Hey, what's up? I'm so excited. I just I finished my first year of college, just like just now. I'm so excited. Thank you. I go to I don't know. I go to I go to NYU and I like it. NYU is a good school because it like prepares you for life. Either you get a degree or you learn to live poor early on. It's really dope. I have really immature friends. Every time I pass out drinking, they draw a forehead on my penis. And I'm uncircumcised, so they like pull it back and draw in the pink part. It's really, it's really bad. It's better than high school, though. My friends and I experimented sexually during high school. It sounds cool, but I was the control group. <laughs> the independent variable is crippling loneliness. <laughs> so it was, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend and I were responsible in high school. We knew that teenage pregnancy could ruin our life forever. That's why we adopted a child. It's pretty safe. I don't know. My uncle actually married his high school sweetheart, and it ruined his teaching career. It's kind of easy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, lost my, I lost my virginity at 19. I mean, I'm 18 now, but I'm really excited. Maybe after this mic, I'll be out there. I don't know. I did figure out. I figure out what I want. I want a girl who looks at me the same way that I look at any girl. Like any. <laughs> That's all I want. Okay. It was very difficult to find. I was. I'm from New York, and I, I was talking to a female friend of mine, and she was like, "Ah, oh, why are all the good guys in New York either gay or taken?" I was like, "Wait, does that? Am I gay?" Have I been gay this whole time? That makes so much sense. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I took a dick pic today. What's the best angle to take a dick pic? Above or below the stall? I don't know. I do. I, I suspect I suspect my dad's gay. Like, I, I suspect it. All right, I'll expect. Um, my dad walked him in on me masturbating last week. That was the most awkward 30 minutes of my life. <laughs> it was not good. I don't know. Um, I don't really understand, though, why Christians are so anti-gay. Because, you know, Jesus was a cross-dresser. So anti-queer. That made more sense, I think. I don't know. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know. I, I have noticed something, though. Um, I've noticed that kleptomaniac evangelicals take the Bible literally. Yeah, that's not like a funny. That's just like, okay. <laughs> it's like six words. I don't know. Kale is a negative calorie food. That means the kale itself contains fewer calories than your body uses to throw it up because it's so fucking disgusting. So it does. Did I get the light? No? All right, cool. But you're like standing there. So I was like, ah, I don't know. Again now. Awesome. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I saw this really fucked up like... It's a good time for sexual assaulters being caught, but I saw this really fucked up dialogue between a sexual assaulter and their victim. It was awful. The assaulter said, if you didn't want to be sexually assaulted, you shouldn't have been wearing that skirt. And then the victim had the bravery to say, it's a kilt. Uh, 
All right. Thanks. <laughs> Great job, Wyatt. NYU, huh? What are you studying at NYU? Oh, like engineering? Are they are they good at engineering? I didn't know like engineering was a degree. <laughs> Sounds like computer science. Uh, anyway, I'm an engineer, so I can say that joke. It doesn't make sense to anybody else, but probably. Did anybody else get that joke? Like real engineers? All right. Uh, anyway, I'll move on until I accidentally insult somebody. <laughs> Uh, your next comic's actually uh, very, very successful. Works for National Geographic as a host in Asia. Awesome. And we are welcoming he him up. His name is Harry Yuan. Hey, you got my name right. That's great. She was nervous. Because it looks like it's Y-U-A-N, but it's you on. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Thanks for on you. Ooh, I'm gonna use that as a pickup line. Uh, hi everybody. My name is Harry Yuan. I'm a travel show host for National Geographic, which sounds cool, but it basically means that I'm the Kia of celebrities. Now, <clears throat> if I was a <clears throat> presenter for NBC, I'd be a BMW. National Geographic in Asia, Kia. You know what I mean? Uh, now, yeah, you know, brain fart. Uh, the thing is, uh, <laughs> yeah, dead silence. I love it because I, I, I want to say that that's a part of being a Kia. I can get you from point A to point B, but leather seats and a butt warmer, too cheap for that. Too cheap. Uh, <clears throat> At least I've been on some um, shows in China. I was on Amazing Race China, which is, it sounds pretty cool. Um, except you have to realize that Amazing Race China means that it's just a bunch of celebrities fucking off, absolutely fucking off. Because ultimately, I've never seen Amazing Race contestants with less urgency. They'll be running for five minutes and then they'll squat and smoke three cigarettes. <laughs> Can you imagine Amazing Race contestants doing that? <sighs> Crazy. I have never been so, like, seen writing so, uh, like, that challenged me to actually lose so much, okay? I was wearing, um, <clears throat> excuse me, this is called Harry Bombing right here. <laughs> this is all new material. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> In case you were wondering. Um, so as a travel show host, I get to stay at some really cheesy hotels, the kind that put a condom on your pillow. Don't worry. They're mint flavored. You can have safe sex with fresh breath. Uh, who says you can't get a package deal, right? Uh, the walls were kind of thin, so I kept hearing some fucking noises and I was like, what is this? The guy kept saying, how, 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 which means good in Chinese. <laughs> Can you imagine someone going, good, 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 Ugh, gross. The girl, on the other hand, the girl kept crying. So I was like, is, she, is he making her do long division math problems? She was like, 
how does she know how to speak English? It's for your joke. Then the the guy finished and said, Walaila, which in Chinese means, I've arrived. I bet you arrived all over her. Uh, That joke landed really well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate that. The good news is he finished quick. The bad news is she closed the door and yelled, Next! So I walked outside and said, How? Guys, I've been in the longest relationship I've ever been in. Do you know what the secret is? I can date other people. It's great. Being in an open relationship isn't what it's cracked up to be. Uh, Not just because I'm jealous, because I'm envious. My girlfriend got 20 dick pics last week. I only got three. And one of them was from my friend Dave, who's so vain he likes to send all his friends dick pics. So I wrote him back and I said, how? Thanks, guys. That's all the time I got. Give it up for you on. Call your last name only. How do you like? Uh, all right. We're going to bring up, we played some funky music per your request. <laughs> Bringing up Mark Neuer. <laughs> My fucking funky. You know how I get down playing with my fucking music. How you guys doing? Did you just get back from an AA meeting? <laughs> he said, oh, "You caught me." Are you in film? You fucking should be. Good. I'm glad that you. That's awesome. I can see you like. That's right. That's hold on. I'll get right back to you. It's tremendous. That's right. If you can, don't hold the phone. That's what I'm about to say. <laughs> He's going to fun. Minutes, you look like you're having a great time. No, I can see you like in like a stolen car, right? Like going like like 99 miles an hour with like Vin Diesel right next to you. I swear to God. No, I, I, it's it's awesome. You're awesome. It's like I've seen a lot of your sets here, actually. How long have you been doing comedy? How many? Four months. You're getting better. Your your delivery is getting a lot better. I still suck. I'm horrible. I uh, I really don't even know what I want to say. Is Pam Benjamin still here? Here, here she is. Pam and I had an experience. We uh, you were you were there, I think. Uh, yeah, at SF Eagle, we're all hanging out at a leather bar. Uh, for for a mic, for a mic, and there was a mouse. There was a mouse on the ground. It came out of a little crevice in the side of a building. And it's running around, it's scaring everyone, ah, and it kind of like hops on my foot. Like, I'm chilling, like, I've been around mice. I, I'm from the 209. And for a lot of you, if you know where that's at, that just means that I'm broke as fuck. For a lot of you, that's just what that means. For these that don't know, where the 209's at, that's like Stockton, Modesto. Um, it's really out of cultural base. I've seen a lot of fucking mice in my day. It's not a big deal, it's a fucking mouse. And it's going around, and it's going around, and it's fucking around with people. Everyone's scared, they're like, worried about this mouse. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna kill it. And everyone, like, fucking loses their mind. Oh, my God! Don't kill the mouse! Give me one good reason not to kill a fucking mouse. 
Do you have a good reason? Indifferent. Indifferent. Do you have a good reason not to kill a mouse? Huh? Kill it. That's fantastic. When a good reason? Exactly. That's the fucking punchline. I don't know why I didn't say it myself. There's not a good fucking reason. There's. Thank you. I needed that. It's actually not written down anywhere. Just something that I need to work on. <laughs> I love cigarettes a lot. You like cigarettes? No? Ever at any point in your life did you ever love cigarettes? Just crystal meth? That's right. That's right, bro. Buzz, I'll tell you right now, brother. I think that chewing tobacco draw, which is the spit, I think that's just like, from where I'm from, like that's just how they drank lean. That was just their promethazine. They didn't really have syrup. You know, they just, they just drank their own spit. And just nodded out on that. Are you guys not familiar with chewing tobacco? Anyone drive a lifted truck? No, no. Anyone ever worked in the field that was at the light? Fantastic. I don't know, man. I'm gonna throw my money in here. Have you guys been donating? That's a rhetorical question. Yeah, that's right. Better start jingling and jangling, motherfuckers. It's two bucks. Thank you for uh, sticking around for the commercial break. You guys have a great rest of your night. And when I'm on the stage, I start camping. And when I hear your shit, I push EJ. Then I throw it out the window. Give it up for Mark. Thanks for uh, forcing us to play some cool music. Spice up this gig. It's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's great. People bring food here to share. This is a great community. If, uh, if you're on the phone listening or on, on I'm sorry, on the internet listening, I, I highly recommend you guys come and sit with us in the room. It's a really fun experience. And uh, we do make, uh, we do ask that people give donations so that we can keep this thing going because it's so fantastic to see people working their art out and uh, doing great stuff. Uh, your next comic is very funny. He's very local, San Francisco. I would say extremely more local than most people, especially in the late night hours when most of us are in our houses. <laughs> Matt is uh, having a different experience. So I'm welcoming up Matthew Quirk. From California and the shit sounds fat. I'm spitting raps to my motherfucking home. Thank you. It's true. I often park in this neighborhood. So anyway, I'm uh, doing a double espresso here. You're not allowed to drink alcohol in this place, so I'm doing some recreational caffeine, finding a workaround to the laws around here. Anyway, what's up, you cunts? Apparently, you're not allowed to call women feckless cunts anymore. When did that start? Man, 2018 is really putting a crimp on my style. I was born in the 70s. You could just drop the C word all over the place back then. I should be grandfathered in for that one, huh? Nothing? Anyway, there's at least one lady in the audience. I thought you guys were allowed to use that word with each other. Thought it was one of those deals. No? Anywho. So, uh, time for your weekly update of news events. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Kim Kardashian has been invited to the White House to discuss prison reform. That on its face is a fucking joke, right? 
I don't need to punch that up any, do I? I mean, is there nothing that ass can't do? We all say she's just a vapid drop of nothing in the world, but I think we might be wrong about this one if we get some decent prison reform out of it. She might have finally cashed in on all that. Anyway, is she just desperate for black dick or what? I mean, you got to wonder what her motivation is. Oh, I forgot. Brought to you by Carl's Jr. Oh, I forgot to be saying that the whole time. Nobody, Carl's Jr., you don't know that reference? The movie Idiocracy, the president of the United States at that time kept on saying brought to you by Carl's Jr. because he got paid for it. Okay, I think I've explained it enough. Anywho, so uh, Trump recently gave, said that's, boom, I got the pulse of the room. So I, uh, Trump, uh, you know, recently, you know, we, he's come through with a, a, a kind of a meeting with the North Koreans, but he recently like canceled that meeting. And I don't know if you guys remember him talking about canceling that meeting, but he was like, you know, we're not going to do it. But if things change, you know, he could call or write or, you know, text me or something. And it was like, is it me or does he sound like some preteen down the street realizing her boyfriend is going on vacation for the summer and trying to stay in contact. Like he was like, he was like a desperate lover trying to remain in contact. We're like, oh, you, know, you can call or write. You can write. And I was like, geez, the guy is so desperate. It's incredible. But now they're back on with the meeting. And apparently he got the, the minister from North Korea sent a letter to President Trump care of the North Korean president. And Trump in his press conference was talking about how it was a beautiful letter. It was a wonderful letter. It was a very nice letter. And it's like, all right, we can tell you didn't read the letter, but we're going to suspend disbelief for just a minute and pretend you read the letter and know what's in it. I mean, what's the hurry in reading that letter, right? It's not like we're on the verge of nuclear war or anything. So 10 seconds later, actually eight seconds later, they're like, well, what's in the letter? And he's like, oh, I didn't read the letter. And it was like, motherfucker, is Trump the worst improv player or what? We were trying to go along with the suspension of disbelief, but you just fucking reveal the fourth wall. What the fuck? Anyway, so it's all over for you guys. What can I say? I mean, I'm not too worried about it myself. I've already had the best years of my life. Right? I'm 50. It's all downhill from here. The teeth, then the eyes. Pretty soon my balls are going to start giving me trouble. It's you young people I feel sorry for that are going to have to just hear about what fish taste like and what fruit used to taste like. It's no big deal. One minute. Geez, I'm not sure what else is in the news that I can really drill down into for more helpful insights on how to survive the Armageddon. So I guess I'll give my time back to the room. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of the show. Play stepdaddy for a minute or two and then fuck her. That's how it's done. It's not my daughter and it's not my son. So what if the kids start tearing shit up? I really don't give a fuck. I never get mad about Thanks the shit. Good job, Matthew Quirk. Give it up. Woohoo!
Matthew, the way Matthew lives his life is inspiring to me. I know, seriously, right? Yeah. I love redheads. I, I prefer redhead women over redhead men. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't real. I know it's it is it's true though. I do when I. Oh yeah, see, she's she's hot. That's awesome. I love red hair, and I've always wanted to give myself red hair, but then I'd have to do red eyebrows, and I would just look really weird. And so I never, never. I know. Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I have it. Would I have to do like all body hair? Yeah, you know what really is weird is when you watch porn and some girls like twat hair doesn't match any the rest of anything else they've got going on. I'm always really confused. Yeah, it's kind of anyway. All right. I find that confusing. I do. Uh, anyway, I am going to uh, bring up somebody whose last name kind of gave me PTSD, even though I was super young when this happened. Uh, bringing up Keith Nixon. Don't walk out on us. Another terrible week at work is all this is for me. At the end, the end of a terrible, disastrous week, done everything wrong again. And even when I signed in today, apparently I wrote the name Keith in such a way that it couldn't be easily understood. Um, so when I was asked, is it pronounced Keete? And uh, I was okay, you know, I'm okay with that. It's not a problem if she likes to pronounce it Kate, but it's not gonna change much for me. Um, not a lot going my way. Uh, you know, last week, this is, you know, I started to talk about being slut-shamed and I said, I, you know, there's, there was no way I was gonna toler, tolerate being slut-shamed unless I did some, you know, thing that would bring slut-shaming upon me. And even then, you know, it's probably questionable. But then I was thinking about Roseanne Barr on the way over here, so I don't know if I should talk about slut-shaming or, or, or not. You know, I obviously, you know, was spray-painted white when I came out of the factory. And so, you know, I don't really have any right to talk about anybody else or something like that, but I just couldn't believe uh, what happened this week, I guess. And it took me off the idea of being of being slut shamed, um, but I I do I I think I think although it's questionable, it's questionable. I think I should return to the subject of slut shaming and finally finish whether or not this is deserving deserving of of defense or not. Now there's three women involved, and, and I'll keep this short because time is flying quickly by me again. I may not get to the end of this, but there's two, there's two, and I have cancer, by the way, so you guys have to laugh, and it's been stage three for years, so, you know, I'm, I'm right at death's door, it's, but that's enough, you know, enough about me, <laughs> but, but, but this, this slut-shaming story, now, here's why I got defensive about it. 
there's three women involved. Let's call two of them, A, woman A and B, who I, I was eating dinner with. And then there's a third, there's a guy who is on the spectrum who is having dinner with us. So there's four of us all together. And somehow the subject of previous partners came up. And I don't know how this came up because I didn't bring it up. I don't really like talk about it except in, in defense of myself. But the, I, I had a girlfriend who, who, who liked to swallow cum. She liked to swallow cum. She claimed, and she claimed that she, I should save it up. She liked me to have, put it in Tupperware containers for her. She liked me to... She, this, is what, this is what she did. Well, they, the, the, other two, the other two women that were at the dinner claimed that I had something to do with this. Because that was so off the charts that there that couldn't even be possible, and and I said, well, check you know check with your friends, because I didn't I do first of all I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't her oppressor of, of choice. I wasn't trying to oppress her in any way. She asked me to do this. Is this a good story or not? This is not a good story, is it? I I'm, I better go to something something else quickly. This is not good. I, I um, but at, at any rate, so I, I stopped. I didn't want to be slut shamed for something that I had nothing to do with and was asked to do. And so, but I was. I, it was as if I, I, okay. So that didn't go very well for me, obviously, or up here either. Now, the other day at work, the other day at work, and this made it a bad day at work, in spite of the yearly review also, which always goes poorly for me because I don't really like working there, and I told my boss to fire me again which he won't do. But the, the, the thing is that two guys in the hallway were arguing about, about being gay. They said, you're gay, and the other guy said, you're gay. And so they were arguing about it, being gay. And so I approached the guys, you know, and I said, you know, is this an ironic thing? Because I think if two guys are arguing about being gay, then perhaps one of you is gay because as I explained to them, I said, as I understood homophobia, homophobia is about fear of ourselves being gay, not of somebody attacking me, not a gay person attacking me, but of myself being gay. And if I have to fuck both you guys to prove that I'm not gay, I'll... All right, thanks, you guys. Uh, give it up for the guy who really knows his sexuality. I don't think I've ever had a, I've heard a straight guy saying he'd volunteer to fuck a gay guy just to prove that he's straight. <laughs> That's a first for me. No, it's okay. Um, would you wear a strap-on too? Like if, if your lady asked you to uh, to wear a strap-on, would you do that? So you could be like, you know, able to simulate like two men for her? Yeah, I think you're the kind of guy who would do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, that's pretty low price. <laughs> it's cheap. Uh, all right, I'm going to bring up your uh, next comic. Very beautiful redhead. We were just talking to her. Named Sarah DeForest. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the compliments. That feels good. Um, I, yeah, the the red hair is not usually the first thing 
that people notice about me. Like, like you have really nice hair. Do, do you get compliments on it a lot? That's just like very shiny and thick. Yeah. I don't know. For me, when I walk into a room, the first thing that people usually notice is my pasty complexion. Like they're just so concerned that someone who looks like me would just be walking around town with these UV rays blasting on me without any kind of protection. Like I, <laughs> this actually happened when I walked into a room one time, uh, someone who I didn't even know came up to me and was like, do you have sunscreen? It's like there's two angles there. Like either they were so concerned about my health or they just assumed correctly that I had sunscreen on me, which is, I happily gave, uh, happily lent that out. But um, yeah, commenting on people's pasty complexion, that's like the last skin color related comment that you're allowed to make these days. So enjoy it while it lasts because I'm, I'm gonna mobilize my pasty friends. Okay, we're gonna start a worldwide support group. It's called SPF 1000. Uh, I'm not just physically pale, I'm, I'm culturally very white <laughs> as well. Uh, grew up in a small town. There were not a lot of ethnic restaurants available uh, except for one that offered both sushi and Thai food and it was called Sushi Thai. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like the kind of restaurant name you would, you would make up if you were caught in a lie. Like if you just came home from having an affair and you're, you walk in the apartment and your boyfriend's like, where the hell were you? And he's like, I don't know, I'm just getting dinner. What restaurant? Sushi Thai. Sushi Thai. Um... Yeah, more, more about my white family. Uh, my, my mom um, was, uh, my, my parents went on a cruise, which is also a very white thing to do. And uh, she was telling me about their vacation and she was like, we had the best waiter. It was this really great black man. And like, like now that comment, like the whisper really made it racist like that like whispering someone's race is really the, the quickest shortcut to being offensive right like it, it it's like if I, if I were like oh my sister-in-law is Asian <laughs> then you're starting to question where my mind is at my co-worker is Puerto Rican um my mom is retired so she has a lot of time on her hands and uh she likes to do research for me, which means just emails me the first link that she sees on Google. Um, is that something that is that something that other people's moms do? Like that she'll she'll be like, I'll be like, oh, I think I'm thinking about going to Thailand this year, and so th then she'll just Google Thailand and then just send me whatever the first thing that comes up. It's like a news story on like the durian fruit. <laughs> like that's not helpful at all. She's like, oh, I was doing some research. It's like, oh my God, that's not. Um, there's no, uh, any couples in the room tonight? I don't think so. Yeah, you, could, you can always tell when there's couples because there's this like smug sense of fulfillment in the room. It's like, and, and couples who are in the audience at a comedy show are always the worst. Like they, like, 
because for them they're on a date they're trying to like get some quality time and you know be cute and affectionate with each other so they'll you know they're listening to jokes and they're just like that's you know little smooches and then like a punchline comes and they're like that's you that's you totally do that and and that's when I when I'm on stage that's when I like to tell like my dirtiest like joke about the worst blowjob I ever gave (laughs) because then they then they're just like it's all no peripheral vision they just are silent staring straight ahead they're like we don't relate to this at all we can't talk about this all right thank you guys very much give it up for Sarah who just admitted that she gave a bad blowjob Mistake 101, you're a little too young, telling you just don't do that again. (laughs) All right, I'm going to bring up our next comic, very funny guy, Colin Mahan. Hey guys, how you doing? I just, uh, I have to just read this story. It's one of those stories you ever like, you're thinking of something funny and you're like, this is really funny and you, you like do it in the mirror and you're like, yeah, this is going to be great. But I, I guess we'll just see, won't we, if it's very funny or not. But I also have to read it for which I apologize. All right. I used to be really organized, you know, I, I used to have closets and cupboards that made visitors exclaim in appreciation and envy. But now I have two kids and a busy life and it's just really hard to be anal retentive, right? But I still act as if I'm a, soldier at a galactic outpost, you know? 10,000 years ago, something came through the laser gate and almost annihilated humanity. So the Pan-Galactic Federation, they, uh, they set up this far-reach outpost to give early warning, you know? I mean, now nothing's happened, for, you know, for 10,000 years. Uh, so the other soldiers around the space station, they're not really worried, right? You know, they're, they're always slacking. They're, they're doing space pull-ups and smoking space pot and having space sex in the space showers at the other end of the space station, and sometimes dreaming up crazy games where they try to see who can last longer in the vacuum of space because they just want to feel, you know? They want to feel. I mean, they've read everything in the ship's library. Nothing's happened. It's boring. (laughs) They're just waiting for their tour to be over, and they're fighting space madness. I I mean, they're not a bad bunch, and maybe, you know, maybe they'll be ready when shit goes down, but nothing goes down, not for 10,000 years, but not me. I'm vigilant. I'm having regular shipments from the container store sent up with cord wraps, plastic organizers, shoe trees, and anything else necessary to make this space station battle organized. But my crew, they're just, they're just partying and dancing to Jimi Hendrix, purple and the, the ripped young guy is like a really ripped torso, and he's dancing with his helmet askew with cigarettes are tucked into the brim. But then the alarm sounds. It's the attack, the aliens are back. Uh, we lose most of our force right away, but a few of us manage to scamper away and wage a cat launch a cat and mouse counterattack. Uh, launch a cat and mouse counterattack. I'm thrown off into a deep space trajectory when I put on a spacesuit and I crawl along the exterior to put out a space paralyzer, but uh, they're waiting for me. God damn it! <laughs> and I'm floating away in my spacesuit. My jet pad is blasted, but I manage to get a message to the last living person on the squad, a woman. A black woman, a uh, black lesbian. Wait, let's, let's pile on the diversity. She's a pan-ethnic, pansexual, pantelectual, panligious, panivore, pan-species life form. And yeah, early on we had some friction. What's your story? Uh, you're not taking this seriously. Sklerpov, you're just the voice from the flirtyarchy. 
yeah, yeah, hey, her, it, they, whatever, whatever they want to be called, just do it. Who cares? Why make a big deal? Call them by their preferred gender pronoun, right? I mean, but if I forget, can you not get mad at me? You know, I mean, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm creating a new paradigm. Well, I'm trying to get this goddamn space hatch closed, okay? But that's a separate conversation. This is about a galactic invasion. So, so shit went down. You know, we were there for each other. We had to work together, even if it killed us. Uh, I'm not gonna let you go. Beep, beep. You must. The chamber is filling with Gorlax gas. No, neither of us is dying today. Ah, not bad for a swine gender. That's what she calls me, a swine gender. Uh, so, so we went through some heavy shit together, right? Uh, but now I'm in my spacesuit, heading for the sun. I'm toast. But I got a message out. Go in the closet and you'll see I neatly organized all the bullets, the handguns, I folded the uniforms so you can know which size is yours, the wires, the cords, and more importantly, I categorized and labeled all of the super weapons. Oh, it's lovely. Well, thank you for noticing. Uh, They want to turn the space station around and try to save me, but I say, no, it's one life for billions. Just live and live well. I know, and then I burn up in the sun. I'm a noble hero. Don't get all wobbly leg, ladies. I know it's very sexy. So they stop the aliens, and hopefully they'll tell us people about it, and I'll get some recognition, because it was really because of me, right? It, it was my fastidiousness that saved your asses. My anal retentiveness saved the universe. I'm an anal retentive hero. And uh, I guess that's just kind of how I live, but to each their own. All right, thanks, guys. <laughs> Slamming hard in my goddamn trunk From 10th half to 105th Young players ride the foothill strip they Is that what it's like to have OS- OCD and daydream? Because that's kind of what it seems like uh, Anyway, good job, man Nice nice storytelling, I like it That was great Alright, you guys, I'm going to bring up your next comic But I want to remind you that we are also here To keep mutiny alive So we can continue to practice our art So all of our comics uh, donate $2 every time they come on stage just so we can keep this going and this is a great establishment so give it up for Mutiny Radio and with that I'm going to bring up your next comic Mike Spiegelman now here's a shot to the whole slut crew Talk bad punk bitch but it's always food Kiss my ass this is the one time I'm happily glad I followed Colin thanks Colin you need he didn't really dig a hole, but more like build this extra stage for me. You know, I once ate an unsalted caramel and I vomited. Where's the salt, man? Can't have caramel without salt. Am I right? Who even eats caramel without salted? It's a thing. My name is Mike Spiegelman. Spiegelman is spelled, and I don't want to get political, but Spiegelman is spelled S P I no on E. G, no on E, L, M, A, N. Proposition E is to ban the prohibition uh, proposition. Perhaps you heard of that? Very catchy. Made that up. San Francisco has a proposition this Tuesday which will ban, that's my phone because you just texted me. You're pissed that I that I'm actually glad you bombed. This I'm 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 gloating. I'm taking a victory lap off of your off of the fumes of your set. It bans flavored vapes and uh, swishers, and I'm voting no on it because have you ever smoked a uh, blunt that's not flavored? It's disgusting. <laughs> I was just having a salted caramel blunt. It was delicious. Really got me high. 
What'd you say? Tell me now in person. IRL. Do you guys like jokes IRL? Just Twitter? Listen, I guarantee you none of my jokes have been on Twitter. And to prove it, all of my jokes have over 280 characters. X-X-X-R-R-Q-W-E-R-T-Y. I had a lot of uh, a space. I'm a little upset over R. Kelly. Hashtag mute R. Kelly. With all these stories about him uh, having a sex cult, I've come to the realization that I am truly listening to Craft in a Closet ironically. Because I used to be listening to that ironically. But now that he's a, a sex criminal, I'm really listening to it ironically. I did that. I, I was at the brain. Last time I was at the brainwash, the host spent three minutes ragging on me. And then I did that R. Kelly joke, so I just proved them. I think my wife's faking her orgasms. I, think, uh, she, I don't think she's coming. I think she's just listing off George Burns movies. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Book two. Oh, God, you devil. The Sunshine Boys. Gold Diggers is 1932. Do you guys know who George Burns is? That's not really a millennial thing. That's not even a generation. He was the king of, of vaudeville, and he lived to be 100 years old. And uh, I was just listening. There's recordings of him when he was 98. It's great. I like to do my George Burns impression at age 98, two years before he passed away. Vaudeville's dead, but I'm not! I'm Mike Speaker One. Thanks. Bye. No, I ain't gonna rank it out. Oh, Kitty Wayne, that's my poppy peppermint patty. I ain't gonna talk about him. That's no poppy. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk about her because he might beat me up sitting in the block door. Yeah, I don't want to block or something. Nice job. Too clean. That guy Burns made everybody question whether cigarettes were actually bad for you, right? Yeah, you were like, well, he can do it and he's still alive. Yeah, I remember him really well. Um, Okay, uh, I have another announcement to make to everyone. So, because uh, Clusterfest is happening this weekend, there's going to be a lot of comedy lovers getting together around Civic Center, and Pam will be hosting in line at the uh, Civic Center Fountain uh, at 1 p.m. tomorrow. If you guys want to go and perform there to folks in line, uh, please join Pam. Anything else to add, Pam? Yeah? Yeah. Show up, you guys, 1 p.m. tomorrow. Have some fun. Entertain the crowds. Uh, it'll be, it should be a really, um, really busy weekend. I know they've almost sold out uh, that show. So, all right, with that, I want to bring up your next cro- comic. His name is Mike Crow. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks, Mutiny Radio. Yes, I will. Should you keep the doors open, keep the mics working. All right, cool. Anyone said, uh, actually about Donald Trump, about that news story, someone mentioned that uh, he got that envelope and then, you know, the, the, the letter, and he said he read it, and then later on, they asked him about it, he said, no, I never read the letter, which to me indicates he just looked at the envelope, right? For Trump, that, that's enough, I think. You just look at the envelope, that counts as reading a letter, I think, pretty much. Um, so anyway, I like to be, uh, I like the culture thing. I don't know about you guys. I actually like to go to museums. Some people go, yeah, museums, but I actually, I like the museums, I do. Um, but they have docents in museums. I don't really like that. They walk and they talk, 
and they explain the arts. And then they ask you if you have any questions. And it usually turns out I do. Uh, yes, uh, whatever happened to quiet contemplation? Any chance we could just have you shut up and enjoy the arts? Could we do that? That'd be nice. Yeah, okay. I have a little, a little bit of opinion about the docent thing. Uh, anyway, but I do love art. I love art. I love nudes. That's nice. But what's the line between pornography and art? A color photo of a nude woman is considered pornography, but a black and white photo is considered art. Even if you can see your pussy, it's still art. It's, it's erotic art. It's erotic art that you take down off the wall when your mom comes to visit, you know, but it's, it's erotic art nonetheless. Uh, I stopped at a rest area on the side of the highway, and it was named in honor of someone, actually. There was a bronze plaque with a name on it. And you know, that's how you know when people really love you. They name a roadside toilet after you. I think that's a sign of respect. That's nice. Um, some are concerned now with uh, which, which restrooms are available to transgender people. It's a valid point, but uh, I'm more selfish, I'll be honest. I only care about which restrooms are available to me. Why can't I use the women's if the men's is full? Why are restrooms separate at all? Segregation is so over. I mean, it's time to liberate all the restrooms because we all have the right to pee. Free to pee, you and me. We should, we shall be peeing. Yeah. Um, the English language has more words than any other, but there are still no words for some situations. How do you explain to the person who wants to use the restroom after you that it is still stinky from the person who used it before you? I, uh, no, I, I, uh, no, no stink me. No stink me, if you get my meaning. No stink me. No, that was not me. Uh, advertising, advertising to me is a little weird, and I was thinking, what would be my analogy for the weirdness of advertising? I think advertising is like a stripper with Montezuma's revenge. It looks great on the outside, right? But quickly loses any appeal once the inner contents are released from the pretty packaging. You know. um, they have drug commercials uh, for a while now. They've done it on television. Many countries disallow that. We think it's fine, apparently. So you see television commercials for prescription drugs. But it's strange. You never see any, any for uh, anti-psychotics. Sometimes we all feel a little crazy. Now there is help. Globsteria, the little red pill for when you think you're turning into a lobster. Okay, uh, so they even have drugs for diseases they have just discovered, like fatigue. I didn't know fatigue was a disease, necessarily. You know, there is an ancient home remedy for fatigue. It's called sleeping. Uh, so you know you're getting older when all your MILF fantasies feature women who are a lot younger than you are, because if they were any older, they would be in guilt territory. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, anyway, and porn forces you to admit your fetish. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself. Uh, I love beautiful hair, and I love beautiful legs. But I don't love beautiful hair on beautiful legs. I find that somehow less beautiful, but, but maybe that's just me. I don't you can tell what women find sexy by what they name a cologne, because you've never heard a woman say, what is that scent you're wearing? Desperation? Anyway, and uh, so anyway, and here on a George Eliot quote, uh, George Eliot once said, adventure is not outside man, it is within. And George Eliot would know, being a real man's man, Okay, actually, George Eliot was a woman, right? I don't know if you know, but I think she knew what it meant, to, what it meant to felt like to have a man inside her, if you know what I mean. So therein lies the adventure. And that's it for me. Thanks. <laughs>
Uh, speaking of drugs, um, because I don't like getting old, I was doing some research and I learned that they invented a drug to cure a crooked penis. <laughs> And I was like, I didn't know basically the curvature of a penis, if I'm going to use formal, you know, medical terms. Yeah, so so penises can get over curved. And I was like, that's that's a crooked dick. It sounds like a euphemism for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> just like, I didn't even know this existed, right? And how crooked does it actually get? That just, I guess if you're really into anal sex, it would be a good thing. But what the bonus out of this for me was that this drug, actually, though it was, though it was um, discovered to help men and their crooked dicks, it also helps women, too. Apparently, when injected into women's asses, it cures cellulite. It actually cures cellulite. And I was like, no way. Sign me up. I want this drug in my buttocks now. But I learned it does have some side effects, which is a higher paycheck. No sense of direction. Which I'll take. I'll take that. I'll take that for no bumps on the ass. So anyway, thanks for uh, reminding me of the, the, the very nice drug discovery that I had recently. Uh, I am going to bring up our next comic, and his name is Adam Perlstein. Hey, thank you so much. Um, I only had one single dollar, but I'll come back next week with $3, because... I didn't want to pretend that it was $2 I'm putting in. I don't want the karma. And, and I bombed my set here because I pretended it was $2. It was really $1. So cool. Clear conscience. Let's bomb honestly. All right. Um, where are the weed smokers at tonight? Who smokes weed? Right there. Cool. Um, don't feel bad. It's be honest. Who doesn't smoke weed? Like who doesn't fit your body chemistry right there? Cool. Um, who's both? I'm both. I smoke weed every day and I hate it. I want to... I don't know why I keep doing it to myself. It's uh, I'm trying to figure out what my issue is. It's uh, I think everyone has a love-hate relationship to a certain extent with weed because it, it turns off the part of my brain that makes me anxious, and then it turns on another part of my brain that makes me equally just as anxious as I was before. And I feel like smoking weed is like going to a baseball game where it just sounds like a lovely afternoon, and then you get there just like hot and sticky, and your eyes hurt, and it's lasting a lot longer than you thought it was going to. It's just. Um, and then I, um, the whole time I smoke weed, I'm just trying to act cool. Like, I'm trying to act like nothing's bothering me. Like, I'm listening. I'm talking normally. I'm not saying anything weird. It's just like you're spending all this money getting high and trying to act like you're sober. It's kind of what I've noticed the game is with with weed. I don't know. Um, it's uh, Things are crazy now in the news. Uh, you hear all these things about, like, Roseanne and Weinstein and Cosby, which is great that they're going to jail. It's actually nobody celebrating that enough, I think. Uh, it's just crazy, like, this. when you see people that you worshipped as kids and you see how they are as an adult. Like, if I was a kid and you told me that Bill Cosby was a rapist and Kevin Spacey was a pedophile, like, I would have been like, well, I probably would have been like, hey, dude, I'm a kid. Why are you telling me all this stuff? It's inappropriate. Hey, you want to hear something fucked up? I was like, I'm eight years old. I don't wait a few years before you tell me that information um i hated the excuses that the guys made for why they did what they did um just like really lame just like oh i'm sorry i'm a sex addict like oh i'm sorry i'm gay oh i'm sorry she had the hiccups and i was trying to scare her all these stupid excuses what they're doing but i don't know i um it's crazy though because she's talking about like weinstein like when he was like a free man like he had this whole scheme for years he just go up to girls be like hey if you have sex with me i'll put you in a movie and now he's like in prison so now his line is hey if you don't have sex with me i'll put you in a movie i don't know um i want to learn um 
self-defense. I have no way of defending myself. Uh, I was looking at like some schools, like Kung Fu looked cool. Like you could like fight a whole city and shit like that. But like everyone says Jiu-Jitsu is like the school to take because it doesn't matter what size you are. Like you can beat up anybody. with. So it's all strategy and maneuvering. So even if you're a real small guy, you can beat up a big guy. I'm just like, well, yeah, if he doesn't know Jiu-Jitsu, then I can beat him up. And like, it seems like jujitsu is only good for beating up people that learn jujitsu after you. Kind of, that's that's basically all it is. Um, nothing more about that there. Uh, so uh, my name is Adam Perlstein. I am uh, I'm Jewish, and uh, I shave my head. People think that I'm a Nazi a lot. People think I'm like the opposite of a Jew, and uh, I think that's a cool juxtaposition: is being Jewish and looking like you're not Jewish. Like it's a cool little. Uh, dynamic there like i like that like what's why marilyn manson is the best stage name because marilyn represents beauty marilyn monroe manson charles manson represents evil uh spike lee spike like a dog lee like somebody that would eat one in a soup or something that was a racist joke towards asian people i apologize but you can't get offended because that's not how comedy works i'm allowed to say whatever i want and you have to love me that's how it works anyway thank you guys so much that was worth the drive <laughs> Don't dress hip hop and dance real wild But I do sell records like a motherfucker Even though you might think I'm just another sucker I find a beat and then never switch Grab the microphone and then call you a bitch You want rent money? I got All right, give it up for our last comic Who just walked out the door spontaneously Yay! Must suck to miss your own, miss your own uh, clap <laughs> I guess he's not very grateful. Okay, we're welcoming up our our next comic. We're actually running out of time, but uh, we got a few more comics left. A soft pursuit. Thank you. All right, is this on? All right, so yeah, my name is Asaf. Uh, it's really easy to remember it. It's like a soft pillow. Or next time you eat something, it's going to go down your esophagus. Or if you're a Democrat, you just say, Trump pisses us off. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Can you come to every one of my shows, please? <laughs> it's funny that the people that laugh the hardest are just behind that window. It sucks. Come to the front. Uh, okay, so I have a, I have a confession. I'm, uh, I'm not straight. I'm curly. See, my hair just curls up like this. It's natural. Uh, it curls up sometimes into an afro. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm Jewish, so it's a Jewfro, but uh, people get really sensitive. I walked in Oakland on the street with my Jewfro, what I thought was a Jewfro, and this white woman, a white woman stopped me and she said, a white, a white woman, and she said, hey, afros are for black people. Stop stealing their culture. I know, and I thought, wow. Can I? Can my? Can my? Can I? Can like a body part steal black culture? Because if my hair can steal black culture, there's a part of my body that's definitely not stealing black culture for sure. Um, so I grew. <laughs> I grew up in a Jewish family. Uh. I don't. I don't. I actually am not. I don't consider myself Jewish anymore. I think Jude. Uh, I think. I think all religions are very, di very divisive. They just create imaginary borders between us. Uh, they're all set up like exclusive fraternities, right? Uh, take Judaism for example, right? If you try to get into a fraternity, 
in college, they have you go through these crazy tests, right? And sometimes these rituals and tests, they like brand people to get in, right? And they hurt them. And in America, it's a serious crime, and we call that hazing, right? In Judaism, we just call that circumcision. Think about it, though. It's forced, non-consensual membership for life. You can never leave, right? It doesn't, like, grow back. It's not like a haircut. The only thing that grows in a circumcision is the rabbi's bank account. Uh, I ran beta breakers. Did anybody run that? Did you run it or did you walk it drunk? You ran it for real? What was your time? Okay, okay. <laughs> sure. Mine... Okay, I was going to say, that's pretty fast, because I did it in an hour and 27 minutes. Um, I, did you wear a costume? What was it? A Batman costume? I wore a costume, too. People like to wear costumes at Beta Riggers, if you don't know. I wore a great costume. I'll tell it to you in detail. So, I started off by wearing red running shoes, really bright red running shoes. And that's it. That's all I wore. Yeah. It was great. It was, I got so much vitamin D that day. It was amazing. Uh, I also got, I didn't even need to bring my phone because everybody took photos of me. It was great. Um, you know what? Different neighborhoods supported me in different ways. I ran through Market Street. I got high fives. Everyone high fives, right? Then I ran through Castro Street. I went for high fives, but everybody gave me low fives. A lot of low fives in Castro Street. How's it going, man? Where do you live? In Oakland? You came all the way here for four minutes of stage time? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, you're doing the other thing, yeah. Um, I'm vegan. I've been, I've been dabbling with veganism. Oh, can you tell me when I have 10 seconds left? <laughs> okay, I've been dabbling with veganism. Uh, people ask me how I stay fit. I tell them oh, I, uh, I eat a nice, healthy vegan diet. And they say, oh, you're a vegetarian. And I say, no, there's a huge difference. And I want to tell it to you right now. Vegetarians still have friends, okay? They're very good. Do I have 10 more seconds? All right. I should just stop asking. What? What? All right. So my, uh, I, have a, I, have an, I had an ex-girlfriend. Her name was Michelle. And she said, wow, I love how you look at me all the time. And I said, Michelle, I'm vegan. I'm not looking at you. I'm judging you. Thanks, guys. I start acting like gold deep. Tell me who's in the house now, shorty the pimp. And I'm giving I'm it up for Michelle because I could never date a vegan or a vegetarian. <laughs> when I hear London breed, I think steak. So, uh, yeah, I couldn't do the vegan or vegetarians. I, I commend people who can deal with uh, people who have lots of uh, food restrictions. I like to eat everything. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, I don't, it's too complicated. All right, you guys, I'm going to bring up your next comic, Jim McVeigh. Uh, hi. Uh, hello, listening audience. Hello, hello, me in like a week and a half when I get around to listening to this set. Hello, hello, me. Uh, you shouldn't have you shouldn't eaten the, the Indian food at the Whole Foods bar. You know that doesn't agree with you. You're going to figure that out tomorrow, you fool. You, you miscalculated how much rice you put in. It cost $18. Um, that's for real. That happened. And hello, stalker from, maybe not stalker, but maybe just someone from like, from like middle school who wants to, ch they saw I was tagged on Facebook and wanted to check out kind of what I was doing. You're 
like kind of violating some kind of boundary, but I'm not going to know. But uh, hello. Uh, if you want to know, I work as a janitor, a middle school friend. Uh, cool. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to like get off my phone, mainly because it says like, it says like, it constantly says poor connection. Like, like what, what is this? My last relationship? Get out of here. Um, I have all premises, no punchlines. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's it weird like, being a kid, you only, you know, Halloween only comes once a year. But as a grown-up, I'm constantly pretending I'm someone else. And I eat candy every day. So I remember the teacher, I'd be like, I remember in school, I'd be like, I don't understand. When am I ever going to use this? And the teacher would be like, you're going to need to know how to read. I remember like a lot of the times there was this one teacher and I was eight years old and the teacher would be like, if you don't learn this, you're going to work at McDonald's. If you don't get this, you're going to work at McDonald's. But I was eight years old. I love McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's is a place with the toys and the McFlurries and like when dad says sorry or whatever. Uh, I'm just kidding. My dad was fine. I don't know why I threw my dad. If you're listening to this, uh, Fuck off, please. Let me let me have my space. Uh, I live in the suburbs, and I bumped into the cop that arrested me when I was 20 years old, and he does not recognize me at all. And nothing offends me. That offended me. Because this was, like, such a huge night. Like, this night shaped, like, it turned me into the person that I am, and it, it's crazy to me that he doesn't remember this. And when I, like, I started, like, paralleling other feelings, too, where I was like, you know, like, like, Listen, in the morning, I didn't want to, you know, I knew this was just a one-time thing, but, uh, you know, you should, you should, rem like, I remember, I didn't want to stick around. I didn't want this to, like, damn, I forgot the punchline. Fuck. Uh, I, I always do this. This sucks. Uh, something, something, making parallels to a hookup, but with an arrest. We got it. Okay. Next premise. Next premise. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. He, I didn't have any protection. And he's like, some will be, uh, you, if you can't get protection of your own, some will be allotted to you. And he wrote me that he, he read me this poem. And it was like, anything you can say or use can be used against you. And I was just like, I just loved how raw and upfront his poetry was. Thank you. Um, and we're going to work on that probably a little bit later. Um, yeah, I saw this. Uh, I'm trying to get better jobs. I work as a janitor and it's fine, but, uh, this, I get nervous. And one of the tips for doing well in a job interview, it said to, uh, practice answering job interview questions in the mirror. So every mo you know, in the morning, I'm like, I'm a real go getter. Uh, where do I see myself in five years, five years, the five years waking up early to fight other tribes for water. Uh, uh, Cool. Uh, that's cool. I tried to gut another joke and feed it into that. Uh, see, one minute, right? Or, I mean, like, 20 seconds? I think I got, like, one one-liner. Come on, paper? Six seconds? Okay, okay. Uh, goodbye. All right. Ain't nothing like a neighborhood trappy slut. Take a hoe to a spot and let her lick these nuts. Get a square bitch. You gotta lie to kick it. Give it up for Jim McVeigh. <laughs> Yeah, you need to put your two bucks in, and if you do it twice, it's okay. <laughs>
Nice. All right, everybody. Uh, we are nearing the end of the show. We have a couple more comics left, and I'm going to welcome up Zane Helberg. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Love how fucking over she is. It's amazing. Um, uh, what is happening? Oh, you know, just having one of those days where I'm just super fucking fragile. Got no sleep. I, like, if you if you ask me how I'm doing, I might cry, like, right now for no reason. Just, you know, I was looking for my keys. It was just one of those days where you're missing your keys. You can't find your keys, and so you just decide to kill yourself. You know, it's one of those... I don't know if you guys have had those before. Uh, I've just been struggling a little bit. I was out with this girl, and I'm sure you guys would never in a million years do this to a guy you were out with, but I was out with this girl having dinner, and she was across the table from me look, scrolling through Instagram looking at hot dudes. Oh, you think that's the funny part? <laughs> scrolling and showing me their abs. I've Better abs than me. She's just showing them to me. Oh, like, look at what happened. We're waiting for salads. <laughs> And I was so upset. She's like, this is normal. I'm like, this is not normal. This is the least normal thing you can do. She's like, it's 2018. Whatever. Get with the program. I didn't know how to take that, but I was like, look, listen, I don't, I don't know what, I think because you have a cell phone in your hand, it's become a buffer for you doing really creepy shit to me. How about that? I was like, what if there were no phones? What if there were no phones in this world? And I just pulled out a wad of crumpled pictures of women right here at dinner with you. Just started flipping through them showing you a bunch of crumpled pictures of women that I took. Like, oh, hey, babe, these are just the women I follow. They don't know who I am, but I know who they are. And when I get bored waiting for a salad, I just pull this wad of photos out and I just, you know, disgust them and look at anyone I like when I touch it twice like this. Ugh, irritating, I'll tell you. Very fucking irritating. Jesus, I'm going through a divorce too, by the way. This was not a, not with her. It's a new girl. I'm out, out with new women, and I'm going through a divorce. How about this? She left in December. I've got a plan. I've had one plan for this divorce, and that is to to try to find a way to contract a uh, a very exotic disease, maybe a Zika or an Ebola, so that if I ever run into my ex, she'll believe me when I tell her I've been traveling. It's all about saving face, you know. I've been traveling. Oh, that's it. Right when I was getting, right when I was getting to getting, what the hell's happening? One minute left here. What can I, what can I do in one minute? I don't know. Oh, you know what? This girl, she had me, she had me come over to her place. She invited me over to dinner. She was 23 years old. She's cooking me dinner in her studio apartment. Guess what she was cooking me? Huh? No, a fucking meatloaf. She's 23 years old, cooking me a meatloaf. How? That's a mom's dish. Meatloaf is something you learn to cook after hating a family for 20 years. She is cooking it for me. So a little mom fetish. She was. All right. Go, I'm sorry. Goodbye. Thank you, Zane. Great job. All right, we're going to bring up your uh, the next comic. Like I said, we're kind of running low on time, but we have time for Aaron Patrick. Awkward. All right, dope. Um, hey, guys. Same friend. This is dope. Um, I'm in it, too, actually. I got dumped last week, which is sad. Yeah. Um, she uh, she was rude as hell. She didn't like things about me, you know? Um, like, I like to take house cups out of the house. You know, no one else likes to take house cups out of the house, only me. 
Okay, cool. No, I get it. Whatever. It's fucking, it's a touchy subject, you know? She didn't like it about me. Yeah, I get it. It's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, no one likes to make a beverage at home and then take it out of the house. Yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Not relatable. I don't give a fuck. Um, whatever. San Fran. I feel dangerous being in San Fran sounding like this. People don't trust that I'm woke and shit, you know? But I am. I read the Huffington Post. I'm woke on on topics and shit, but... Y'all didn't like the house cups. That bums me out, you guys. I'm sad now. I might get on Tinder tonight. I don't want to, though. You know what I mean? I treat Tinder like it's jail, you know? Like, I ain't going back to county. I can't do that again, you know? I fuck it. Going on ramen noodle dates. Y'all got ramen up here? God, some bullshit. Whatever. Chuck E. Cheese is delivering pizzas. That's pretty cool. Did y'all know that? Yeah, I know. I don't have a joke for that. I just want to let y'all know we can enjoy Chuck E. Cheese pizza again. Um... I like this. So you can't have alcohol in here, huh? Is it like a sober place or something? The ABC oh, damn. The feds, bro. That's crazy. I'm I'm sober. I don't do drugs no more, which makes me sad. Anyone do drugs in here? <laughs> Hell yeah. Drugs, drugs, drugs. I never got to do uh, drugs off a of booty, though. That sounded fun, you know? So I got a girl to snort plan B off my butt once, but... And I got no ass either, so most of it slid off. I was like, did you get enough up there? But... She did. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, you guys. Um, where do we go from here? Oh, dude, y'all know about Grinders? Grinder big in San Francisco? <laughs> There's a bear shit in the woods. Yeah, it's probably pretty big up here. My buddy, my buddy came. I didn't know. I'm from Georgia. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I wasn't that woke, you know. But it's pretty crazy in, in L.A. This dude came over and he was like, "Oh, this dude wants to fuck. He's 200 feet away." feet dude turn that devil shit off right now like i don't want dudes climbing to my balcony right now bro that's fucking dangerous like too i know in the straight world if i knew a girl was 200 feet i'd be climbing on balconies and shit you know what i'm saying i'd fucking i don't even that's not even a date nap no more you know it's just like google maps for man booty you know just in 200 feet there'll be a puerto rican power bottom approaching on your left twerking on santa monica boulevard and just Whatever. Hey, you know what? Fuck you guys and not using house cups. This was fun. Keep it trail, San Francisco. But if I go back to school and it, so what should I do? I can't even cope. I guess I get a sack and start slanging dope. I went to my homie, said, give me the sack. He disappeared quick and he came right Having back. fun, you guys? Yeah. Woohoo! Mutiny's the best. It is the best. So we're going to bring up... Cole Chapman. I didn't tell him, and so it's my fault. Right, hello. How's it going? Great. Very cordial hellos. I liked your set, sir, in the corner. It was very NPR does comedy. It was so smooth. It was like drinking a Chardonnay through my ear. It was delicious. I loved it. Uh, I miss Matthew Quirk. I'm sad he left. He was talking about the news as he always does. And I like it when comics talk about the news because it's the worst place to get the news. <laughs> like absolutely bottom rung place to get the news. It's like you might as well go buy ice cream from the garbage man. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, there's some in the back of the truck. It's just under a bunch of garbage and it's like melted dryers. You can have some. It's technically ice cream and I'll take your money. But I'm just going to let you know it's garbage. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of like what it's like to hear news updates from well, Matthew Quirk. Work. It's the best. However, he was talking about Kim Kardashian went to the White House, which was I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, I gotta put money in. I forgot about that. Um, I thought that was kind of cool because it's like she's like a pretty liberal person, right? And she like infiltrated her way into the White House, like right at the Oval Office. It's like that's cool, man. She went and go talk prison reform. It's like fuck yeah, Kim, get it. It's one for one person, but like we'll build to it. We'll build to it. You know, it's fine. Start small. 
you know, build. But it's like, I feel like that's like the way you kind of have to influence Trump. Right, like he doesn't listen to senators or like congressmen. You think like Chuck Schumer is going to convince him on like healthcare shit? It's like not at all. It's like we need to load up Joe Pesci with like a bunch of great ideas on healthcare. Like let him loose in the, the Oval Office. He'd be like, "Hey, Trump, I got some great ideas." He's like, "Hey, I like, I know this guy. Hey, get in real talk. He's a wise guy. This is awesome. Like you just need to put this like weird Trojan horse of Hollywood, send it in, <laughs> and you know, no one will be none the wiser. He's just taking pictures of weird celebrities all the time. Suddenly we start getting more liberal all of a sudden. It's like, like, thanks for now we're celebrating these liberal heroes like Joe Pesci and who else? The Baldwins? He won't let the Baldwins in. They, they already ruined their... That's the problem. Hollywood already ruined their goodwill. It's like, you guys fucked up. This was the way you're going to make a change. And you went all bitching all beforehand. Now I'm just trying to riff. It's not going anywhere. Let's move on. Oh, guys, good news. Uh, I achieved a uh, childhood fantasy of mine recently. Yeah. Oh, ooh, intrigue. Uh, yes. Uh I finally got to smoke weed with my brother in my parents' house. Yeah, pretty cool childhood fantasy. Would have been really cool when I was 15 and he was 20. Instead, I'm 27 and he's 32. It was just weird. <laughs> it's like, that's what you realize, like, a childhood fantasy done in adulthood is just like an adulthood tragedy. You know what I mean? You're just like, what are we doing here, you know? Uh, the best part about it was, is... Um, how he, uh, he's new to it because it's like legal now, right? So he's like new to the sport, he's getting used to it. Uh, he uh, overdid it, he got too high. Uh, and that's a issue, right? Because I don't know if you've ever been too high, it's like scary, right? You have all these like reels, like, oh my God, my life is terrible. And the last time I dealt with somebody who was too high, they were like 15 years old, right? And that's easy, you know? You have the same speech every time, you're like, listen, man, you're gonna have a lot of crazy realizations tonight. I just wanna remind you, you are 15 years old, it's all bullshit, dude. Those thoughts, bullshit. Just chill out, enjoy the ride, and try to enjoy Speed Racer. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you got to do. Sorted. Easy. Uh, my brother, 32 years old, lives at home. Speech is a little different. It was like, listen, man, you're going to have a lot of realizations tonight. A lot of them scary. I just want to remind you, you're 32. You live at home. All those realizations are correct. Your life is a mess, dude. Uh <laughs> Hope you learned something from this. Anyways, please try to enjoy Speed Racer. That's all I got. Uh, and anyway, see you guys. Stick around for the next show. people's names apparently this job was a real challenge uh for me i usually just perform i don't have to keep track of everybody's time and names and then who's next and who's forward and god i have add like i said it's really it's been really freaking hard i barely remember my own name and i just want to talk about one thing before i let you guys go to the next show i'm really struggling with dating in san francisco uh, one of the reasons why is I'm, all these guys are like styling these super long beards. Are you into the beards? Do you like it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really into the beards. I don't really get it. Like I'm wondering, like are men lamenting the loss of pussy hair so much so that they're growing it on their faces? It's like, cause you can't even find uh, pussy hair like in porn anymore. Like it's, it's like a fetish. Like you have to do a search for Armenian or Persian rug, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't exist, but somehow hair has to be at the party. I just, I don't really get it. So anyway, I don't know. I was just wondering if any of the ladies in here had that kind of issue. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Some people like guys will be like, Oh, pussy hair, gross. And I'm like, you know, 
I hate it for the same reason they hate it. Like I always have rug burn on my face and my razors are going missing. All right. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a great set of comics. Give it up for all the comics. And uh, please uh, tune in to Mutiny Radio. We have tons of great shows and support Mutiny Radio with a donation and help us all out. Keep the art coming along here in San Francisco. Thanks, you guys. Sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Thank you.